on anti-democratic conduct. Just a little bit more right here, Chris. Just a little bit. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We got to have the funk for today. I did not know that Captain Don Morgan had all the funk in the world, man. That's pretty good. It's a good move over there. So we're starting on Friday. It's, uh, of course, Red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed. We got the funks. Funky Friday. And it's Friday right before it, long holiday weekend. So we're just asking what you going to do. What are your plans for the long holiday weekend? Uh, and we've got rain. We got uh, we got a mask uh, coming uh, at some point, probably later on. Uh, I mean, everybody's got a different. You, you you listen to four different meteorologists on this, you get twenty different answers as to when the rain hits. Some are saying early this evening. I think that's where AccuWeather is. Some of the TV boys are saying like around midnight, one two o'clock in the morning. So uh, some of it could be a mix of of both. Some of it say is uh, you know kind of lighter stuff early in the evening today. And then really heavy, rambunctious thunderstorms at about midnight tonight. And then tomorrow, a thunderstorm or two in the afternoon. And the same thing for uh, for Sunday. So uh, none of them are saying the whole weekend is going to be a washout. Like, oh, no, cancel all your plans. Don't buy the hot dogs yet. You know, none of them are saying that. So I'm I, here's what I'm doing. I'm moving forward. All right. So grandkids are coming over. What? What I do? Oh, she's commenting. Uh, she's already we, we we're not three minutes into the show, and she's already getting after me. I mean, that's how it works. Well, what happened? What'd you say? I to... don't know what I said. I said something about getting dogs and cooking dogs, and, and for some reason, she doesn't like that. She doesn't enjoy the idea of cooking dogs, but I do. I like. I love them. Put relish on them, mustard. Sure. A little bit of ketchup sometimes. A dab of ketchup, <laughs> and she thinks it's a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know. It's just going to be a long weekend. I guess not. All right, do you have plans? Not really. Well, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. We're going to get together with some friends on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, my buddy TK and his wife. Nice. Hang out with them for a little while. Beautiful. You know, he's messaged me last night, you know, what's your favorite beverage? I said, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's wet. Hey, man, I'm from New England. Just show me something. I'll drink it. <laughs> it's got to be wet and, fer- wet and fermented. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it makes two. no difference. I don't really care, man. Make sure there's a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a good question. You know, not to get into a, a big discussion about this, but, well, I mean, if you had a choice and you somebody said that to you, would you say beer? Or no, have have some whiskey there. What 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 would um, you do? You know, I'm not really a beer guy. I like Me you know, either. stuff with a little more edge to it. Yeah, you know. I want short work, man. I just <laughs> you don't you don't want to. I want it to be fast and effective. <laughs> you don't want to work too hard at getting wasted. Exactly. I want to spend a lot of money on that. Come on, nor time. Time's ticking. At <laughs> my age, I don't have all day to man. sit here and wait for the buzz to kick. Three in. beers me. versus one shot. Come exactly. on, give me a break, you man. You, know, you can move on to something else. <laughs> Um, it's going to be good. Uh, you know, we're, we're having the uh, grandkids come over on Sunday. They're going to awesome. swim. And, right, we're, uh, you know, I'm going to burn a dog, maybe even a burger, something like right, that. Yeah, and uh, just hang out. It's going to be low-key. I can promise you that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Because it's time to chill after this week and getting back and doing this. Right, and, and definitely. That long drive I have to make to get in here every day. Oh, long it's... Long drive. Know, to get right. I feel your pain. I know. I know. No, same stretch of road as you every day. Oh, even right. further? You go further than I do? Yeah, a little bit. Not yeah. too far, though. You know, yeah. But still, I, I understand. It's tough. It's nightmarish. It was three you know? steps up the stairs, but now... Yeah. <laughs> I have to actually get yeah, in the car. 3 a.m. traffic is a nightmare. It's terrible around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've been saying ever since what happened in February happened in February, I've been saying, folk, folk, get ready. 
because they're going to pull the same stuff in the summer. I've been saying it from the very beginning. That CPS, and I mean, they're blaming ERCOT and everything else. I don't care. I, I really don't care. I lump them all together. But I've been saying from the very beginning that they're all woke and they're all about Green New Deal and they're all about green energy and all about that. And so they have not been doing what they've needed to do to make sure that we have reliable energy sources. We have a reliable energy source in natural gas in oil, in coal, and, uh, and, and, you know, all those things that we know work. But instead of focusing on that, what they decided to do here was the same thing they did out in California. And they said, we're going to be all woke, and we're going to start spending a lot of money on windmills that, by the way, freeze up, need to be lubricated by oil, too, by the way. <laughs> you have to go out there with a big oil can and lubricate them. <laughs> No, seriously, a helicopter flies over with a giant oil can and goes onto onto the windmill. So it takes oil to operate the windmill. I want you to stop for one second and think about that. Seconds up. Okay, keep going. Um, And then you got, of course, solar panels. And I'm not opposed to any of these, by the way. I'm not. Then you got solar panels where snow and ice settle on them or you get a rain shower or something and it doesn't work. And then, and then you have a capacity, storage capacity issue, which we don't have much storage capacity, which means a battery. You have to put, once you make the power with the windmill, you have to do something with the power, which means you need to store it into a battery so that you have it for later use, and they don't have the storage capacity. They're not there. So in California, and I've been watching this closely for years in California, I've been paying close attention to this. In California, several things happened. The assembly out there, which is their legislature, went to their uh, various power companies, and they said to PG&E is the biggest, said to them, hey, look, look, you need to focus on renewables. That's where you need to spend all your money. So the stuff that they know works in California, they have uh, neglected in order to focus on the renewables. And so a couple of things happened, one of which is... When the power demand goes up, they don't have it to be able to fulfill the demand, so they have rolling brownouts and blackouts in some places. The other thing that happens is because the equipment is falling apart because they're not maintaining it because they're investing so much in the renewables, that when there's a spark or a line goes down or a transformer blows, the spark falls on the ground where the Sierra Club has prevented California from picking up the sticks. The sticks on the ground catch on fire, and now you got a raging Santana wildfire in California. They're bringing it to Texas. <laughs> I've been watching it for 20 years in California, longer than that. And they're bringing that same mojo here. So here we are with a story from KABB. Texas braces for, uh, uh, no, Texas braces for summer heat, as energy leaders say, it could overwhelm the power grid. This is exactly what I've been saying. Exactly. I've been warning you for months now. Be prepared during this summer, August, September, or even July, that the power is going to go out. Here's the story. Energy leaders are warning you the upcoming summer heat could overwhelm the state power grid, causing even more outages. The warning comes just three months after the deadly winter storm that left many of you without power and water. We reached out to ERCOT and CPS Energy for answers. 
My concern is how many people are going to die because of the choices they're making, Norma Cantu said. Texans have a short fuse right now when it comes to energy providers, especially after the North American Energy Reliability Council highlighted Texas is under an elevated risk of power outages this summer. Will the grid hold up? It's hard to predict the future, NERC said. Norma, like most of you, isn't over the power outages during the February freeze. No heat, no water. There was nothing anybody could do, Cantu said. A lady on the first floor and a lady on the eighth floor died, Henry Alvarado said. This was a deadly winter storm, a tragedy and a failure of the Texas power grid. My energy bill is up over $800 right now, Cantu said. So this is where we are. KABB is saying they reached out to ERCOT for an interview but only received a statement. Well, of course. They are not going to talk to anybody where they've got to answer questions. ERCOT now sees the potential for tight... This is the statement from ERCOT. ERCOT now, now... Only now? Just now? ERCOT now sees the potential for tight conditions during low wind conditions or during the early evening hours when solar resources come offline. As the capacity of battery storage increases in ERCOT, these resources are expected to help mitigate some of this risk. CPS, fire the whole damn bunch of them. CPS says the analysis is at the state level. And while the Texas grid peaks between 5 and 7 p.m. during the summer, they say they'll only ask you to conserve energy if conditions get tight. They're going to get tight. Folks, have a way of staying cool in the afternoon this summer. Please, please have a plan. Not everybody can afford to go buy one of those big generators. They're super expensive right now because the demand is way up. Have somewhere where you can go. Have a plan for the old folks in your life. Have a plan for the heat this summer. This Bill, he's ecstatic. He's running around like a five-year-old in a Batman costume. He's so excited. <laughs> and he's going to get it. And he, in a 50-50 Senate, he got veto power over every single amendment. <laughs> and all the tears. Yeah. Mm. Turn it up. R-U-B-B-E-R-F-A-N-S. It's Funky Friday, y'all. Yeah, that's supposed to get you out to bed and get you moving. Uh, a lot of people aren't going to get out to bed today because it's a four-day weekend for a lot of people. Enjoy your four-day weekend if that's what you're uh, planning on doing. Memorial Day, Congress has established an exact minute of remembrance. National Moment of Remembrance Act came out in December of 2000. Encourages everybody to pause on Memorial Day itself. That's Monday at 3 p.m. wherever you are. So it's not like 2 p.m. our time because it's 3 p.m. on the East Coast. Don't get confused by that. 3 p.m. wherever you are. Stop. And remember the brave men and women who died serving the country, even baseball. When they're playing a baseball game on Monday, they even stop no matter where they are in the game. When 3 o'clock hits, they might have a batter and he's on his third swing, man. And they whoop stop right now and wait. Hold on. According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, Memorial Day is celebrated in late May because that's when flowers are likely to be blooming across the country, where they sure are around here with all the rain and now the sunshine that we've had. It was Union General John A. Logan, serving in the Mexican-American and Civil Wars, 
proposed that Congress institute May 30th as Decoration Day, the predecessor to Memorial Day, to allow citizens to decorate the graves of deceased veterans with fresh flowers. It also is believed that Logan settled on the date because it wasn't already the anniversary of any other significant battles. The uh, Ironton-Lawrence Memorial Day Parade in Ironton, Ohio, is recognized as the oldest continuously running Memorial Day Parade in the nation, beginning back in 1868. However, the oldest and first Memorial Day Parade in the country was held a year earlier in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Taps, taps, actually adapted from a separate Civil War bugle call known as Scott Tattoo, which was used to signal lights out originally. The new melody later became the preferred accompaniment at military funerals after Captain John Tidball of the Union Army ordered his men to quietly play taps at a fellow soldier's funeral. And for the first time in 20 years, AAA did not release a Memorial Day travel forecast last year because of uh, pandemic, but uh, they, they're putting it out now and they're thinking that 37 million, 37 million Americans are going to travel by route uh, for the long holiday weekend. Governor Abbott says that's enough. We've had it. He is he's on a roll, man. He he really is. And uh he said yes, that's enough fentanyl. They've got enough fentanyl here in Texas to kill just about everybody in the state. And it's come from across the border. It's come because Joe Biden opened the border. It's 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 come because he stopped building the wall. Uh it's come for any number of reasons, and it is Joe Biden's fault because he had an opportunity to continue the process and continue what uh, Donald Trump had in place. And because to, he wanted to spite Donald Trump on every front and everywhere, he totally crap-canned every one of Donald Trump's uh, policies down at the border, which brought in a bunch of people, a bunch of kids right now. And in fact, there's a hospital up uh, in Midland Memorial Hospital that's suing the Biden administration. you got the state of Florida suing the Biden administration. you got the state of Texas suing the Biden administration over all these people that they have intentionally imported into the United States. In the case at the, at the Midland Memorial Hospital, they are suing the Biden administration because all those kids were taken to Midland in the middle of the night and dumped, and the hospital had to take them all in. And some of them were suicidal, some of them had COVID, some of them had other health issues, and the Midland Hospital had to take care of those kids. And, uh, and, and the Biden administration just basically told them to kiss off. We're not paying for it. Over in Florida... Uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida, the Florida governor, has filed a lawsuit against uh, the Biden administration because when they capture one of these illegal aliens who is already convicted of another crime, and they are heinous crimes, we're talking about rape, we're talking about murder and stuff like that, well, it used to be in Florida and here in Texas, when one of those guys was captured, the Trump administration, the Trump people would come get them after they served their prison sentence and take them back to the country of origin. So if they were from El Salvador and they had committed a murder and they were captured here in the United States, they served their sentence here and then Trump would come get them and take them back to El Salvador. Well, that's not happening now. Biden is going and getting them out of the jail and releasing them on the streets in Florida and, and other uh, states across the country. And Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, says bullcrap. And he has filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration here in Texas. Greg Abbott announced yesterday because the drug problem is out of control because of Biden's border policies, Biden's border mess. We got all this fentanyl in here now, so uh, he is sending the DPS and the National Guard down to the border. I say, Governor, seal it off. If you're going to send the troops down there, send them with arms, send them ready, and seal the border absolutely 100% closed. 
don't let anybody come across the Texas border. Just make a stand right there at our border. Close it, Governor. Warm and humid today. Low clouds this morning, giving way to some sunshine and 88. Tonight, a couple of strong thunderstorms around. And any of the thunderstorms tonight can produce large hail, damaging winds, and flooding downpours. Right now, says. I can't imagine anyone voting against the establishment of the commission on the greatest assault since the Civil War on the, on the Capitol. No! So- Okay, the story behind all that was how the reporters all fawned over him and asked him what kind of ice cream he was getting. Yeah, we'll play that for you, too, because that was the main thing, and they were ooing and eyeing. Hey, good morning. It's uh, it's Friday. It's a funky Friday. 536-550-KTSA-FM-1071, the uh, Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. You know, we could toss that out there. It, it, being Friday, you know, we do open mind, so it's, uh, you know, I- any topic that you want to bring up at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I do this every time. I'm looking for a for a picture on my phone, Don. And every time I do this, I, I say to myself, I've got to get better at organizing my pictures because I'm, I'm having to go through a million pictures um, trying to find. And, and then once I find it, I forget about the whole, hey, man, you need to organize your pictures thing, right? <laughs> I'm like, I tell myself every time, you've got to do a better job of organizing your pictures. And then I find what I'm looking for and I forget the, to organize my pictures. Ah, making me crazy. Are you going to put them in different categories? Yeah, I got to start. Yes, I got to do a better job because yeah, like landscape. Yes, you know, you know what it is. Nudes. Yes, you know stuff right. Like, yeah. Um, what did you say? News. Nudes. Oh, yeah, I don't have any of those. Okay. Yeah, you want some? Uh, no, <laughs> not, not from you. <laughs> I appreciate the offer, you but sicko, what's wrong with you? What? Uh, send him to Chris. He'll take him. Uh, he's got plenty of his own. Uh, I bet he does. <laughs> You know, that's a fact. <laughs> Every time you turn around, yeah. his phone's binging. Now yeah, I know exa- why. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's another bing. And then he quits everything. He stops right, doing what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. He could be like editing a, a song for us, and then his phone bings. Oh, my God, it's my phone. Now I know why. <laughs> my phone's binging at me. Oh, jeez. Yes, yes. Um, so, Thank no, goodness I, for unlimited data plans. You know what it is? I'm looking for a picture, and I found it, I finally found it, a, a particular picture of my daughter because my granddaughter, my, my youngest, get this, my youngest granddaughter mm-hmm. is moving from middle school to high school. Oh, man. And that's exciting. She is the spitting image of her mother. It wow. is whoo, goosebumps, scary yeah. the way she looks like her mother. Um, and I'm not, you know what? I'm, how old am I? 42. So, I mean, I'm 42. Sure. What are you laughing at over there? What are you laughing at over there? My one, she said, my waist is forty two. You're vicious, so baby. Yeah. You know, we had a pandemic. Where the hell were you? Here. <laughs> she was, wasn't she? Been looking at her every day. We had a pandemic. Yeah. Okay. We had a pancake pandemic. <laughs> Pancakes, paninis. It didn't matter. It didn't, yeah. Anything that started with a P, we ate it. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> 
We did. We were. <laughs> what do you stop? She's, <laughs> she's, she's falling down. So anyway, um, and I was looking for a picture to compare the two, right? right? So that's what I was in the process of doing when I was so rudely interrupted by the rest of you people wanting me to do a show. I mean, come on. I'm not here to do a show. I'm here to look at pictures. That's what I wanted to do. Um, what were you saying about Indy now that was something about, um, oh, oh, just real quick. Uh, yeah, I, I want to pick up on that poll on the Donald Trump thing. Sure. So if you guys want Donald Trump to run again in two years, call me, 210-599-5555. Um, so Indy 500, they're going to have 60% of their fans there? I believe it's 40%. 40%. It's a little better than 120,000 people. Well, The largest gathering since this all started in March of right. Year, so. Well, let me tell you something about that. I, you know, uh, that was always my race, uh, the Indy 500. I, I was a big fan of that long before I ever knew what NASCAR was, mm-hmm. right. and uh, and it has always been my favorite race. I grew up in the era of AJ Foyt and Mario Andretti and the Unser family sure. and Rick Mears and the Bettenhausens and all those people. Now yeah. I have no idea who's racing in it anymore. I couldn't I, tell you. I, I could not. Yeah. I can't even say their names. Right. Uh, you know, fructum basin bati. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I have no idea. But it's still my race because it's the place, right? It is sure. the place. Uh, it started in 1909. Have you been there? Oh, I'm yeah. sure you have. Oh, yeah. I've never raced it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't get a big toe in one of those cars. Those, those guys are like jockeys. They walk sure. in, you think they're 13. Yeah. Like, Why don't you grow up? And they are, you know, but uh, they really are tiny guys to fit in a car like yeah, that. Right. But, um, yes, I have been there, and, and it, the best place to watch is at, is at home. Yeah. For any number of reasons, you get the great camera angles, you get all the, you know, plus you can go to the bathroom whenever you want to, you don't have to stand in line. You don't have to pay $42 for a Coke, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. But it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience because the way the track is configured, you're actually racing in a tunnel of people, if I can kind Makes of sure. because they have people on the inside of the track and the outside of the track. Mm-hmm. And the track is only as wide as this room, just a little bit wider than this room. Right. So when they come down, there's people like right on either side of you. And you can hear them on the, on the warm-up and parade lap. Well, once you're racing, you can't hear the crowd. But you come down there on the warm-up lap, and you can hear them. You can hear the people screaming and hollering and stuff like that. And you're, running, you're racing through a tunnel of people. Uh, but think about this. This year, their average speed on the straightaway is getting close to 240 miles an hour. Wow, that's insane. Think about that. Because the first race, the average speed was like 90 miles an hour, which, uh, you know, whatever that equated to on the straightaway. But uh, now it's, it's 240 down the straightaway. A football field a second, traveling a football field a second is 200. Right. So they're getting close now to a football field and a half. Right. One and a half football fields mm-hmm. in one second. And you that's can't. That's almost as fast as Tyreek Hill. That's almost. He's getting there. <laughs> Tyreek, fastest man in the NFL, man. If I'm Pat, I'm just throwing the ball to number 10. I'm just right. sitting back, fold my arms, and watch what happens. But, yeah, so um, you, you can't imagine that because you watch it on TV, and it looks slow, and these guys just running around in sure. circles, right? But then you go there. And I remember the first time I was there, I was standing in, in, on pit lane, and here they came, you know. And all I saw was red, green, 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 white, green, green, blue, yellow, blue, 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 blue right. <laughs> Well, who was that? And then they were all past you that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, and then they were gone for two minutes, and then they came back. And it was black, green, 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 red, 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 pur- purple, 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 green, green, yellow. <laughs> that's how fast they go by you. Yeah. It's, ama- it's absolutely amazing to but watch. But that's, you know, that's the... I'm not a big NASCAR fan. Right. Uh, well, this is IndyCar. My son, yeah, yeah, my son will watch that. And the, the reason being, I prefer this because 
They're going that fast, and their rear ends are an inch and a half off. Seriously, the man. <laughs> Seriously. It's frightening. It is absolutely. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand. And people don't get how, how highly trained an athlete you have to be to be able to do this for four hours and at a time. And they're in the open. There's no cover on these cars. Yeah, you know, they put windshields on them now. Right, they yeah. finally put windshields yeah. cover their head because they had a couple guys get their head knocked off. So they, they did. They put windshields on it. But they, they also, you're right. I mean, they're, they're largely exposed mm-hmm. to a large degree. Their butts are two inches off the ground going mm-hmm. that fast. Yeah. And I used to race go-karts, and we didn't go that fast. We'd run 80, 90 in a go-kart. And 80, 90 in, in a go-kart, when you're, when you're in, your butt's an inch off the ground, it's pretty fast. It yeah. feels like 500 miles an hour. Sure. You know, everything's just screaming by. So anyway, uh, that's this Sunday, and then NASCAR's going to race in, in Charlotte. So yeah. it's be a good, good weekend for all this. Did stuff. you watch the, the race from Austin this past weekend? I did. Yeah. My son was there. I did. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he went up. He and his, soaking his rain? Eric. Oh, they had a great time. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like Woodstock. pictures. They're both, in their, you know, both wearing these plastic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plastic bags <laughs> over them, you know. Yeah, and I texted him at one point. I, I looked to see if the race had been postponed or canceled. No, and it said they were, you know, uh, you know, halfway through or whatever. So yeah. I text him, "How's it going?" And he sends me this picture of he and his buddy, and they're both wearing these plastic ponchos, <laughs> a little wet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was pouring rain, man. But it was the first really NASCAR race that they really did in the rain. They they actually brought rain tires with treads. Sure. Usually they race on slicks, yeah. and they had uh, rain tires there. It got really dangerous, and they had to stop because there was just too much rain they finally had to call it before the race was over but you know what that facility is a great it's a world-class facility beautiful it's a beautiful place and every uh june there's a big motorcycle rally in austin called republic of texas motorcycle Mm -hmm. rally and it's usually held on the uh, travis county uh, fairgrounds and they're moving it to the circuit of the americas this year it makes sense what's a place to do it man it'll be cleaner less dusty you know it's it's out of the way yes i'm looking forward to this one this year i got tired of the the one that they were doing over there but i'm looking forward to that one okay so um again the federal government fails people once again how many times when you do everything they ask you to do everything they tell you to do and then still somebody can go in and shoot a place up and kill a bunch of people everybody did everything the the way that they they were told to do and the government let them down i'll tell you about that uh involves uh, body camera footage. Uh, none of those mattered. They didn't care about those. They knew they existed, but they didn't matter. It wasn't until my LeBron James TikTok uh, surfaced and struck a political nerve that uh, they they started to uh, pay attention. Yeah, that's how it works, you know. That's a cop. He got fired because he was uh, putting up a video on his TikTok making fun of LeBron James. Now, he's been doing that for a long time, putting up videos because he wanted to humanize the badge and make it more appealing. He made fun of LeBron James. Well, you don't do that. And they fired him. They fired him. (laughs) Free Spreeze is dead in America, y'all. It's totally, totally gone. The woke left has won this war. Free speech doesn't exist. You don't know when you're going to get your butt canned, reprimanded, or otherwise uh, taken to a concentration camp or something somewhere. What are those things? Re-education camps over in China? Because that's all coming here. It's just like China. They are doing that here, man. Right now they're doing it through the cancel culture, but pretty soon, yeah, when they're running the show here full on, man, they just march you off to a re-education camp. We want to re-educate you. So in San Jose, we had a mass shooting this week. Suspected gunman, Samuel Cassidy, 57, was already on the Fed's radar screen. 
Now, I don't need to go back and enumerate in, in each of these cases uh, how many times these folks that ultimately end up doing this have been on the Fed's radar screen. That they have been reported, just like we, we, we hear these laws, you know, we're going to put in these red flag laws. Well, we have them now. Without it being a law, we actually have people who will say, hey, this dude's a little funky. We actually have that going on. You don't need a law. You don't need a red flag law. People actually do it. And how many times have have people done that? And the feds, you know, they'll have some sort of interaction with them, and then they'll just turn their backs and turn around and walk away. And eventually that person ends up shooting up a place, and you hear about it afterwards. Well, he was on the radar screen for quite some time. We'd been following him. We had been watching him. I think almost every one of the, quote, mass shootings that have happened this year have been that way. I think the last one even before this one. I think it was the I think it was Biden who said, "Yeah, we had known about this guy or whatever." And it just happens over and over and over again. And in this case, allegedly, this guy was coming back from the Philippines, and he was stopped at Border Patrol or wherever it was he was going through the airport, whatever. And they found customs, and they found books about terrorism, notes about how much he hated the Valley Transportation Authority. According to the Department of Homeland Security memo that was obtained by the Wall Street Journal, this happened back in August of 2016 2016 um so they knew this guy they knew that he had been talking about how much he hated his job he had uh uh, guns uh he had uh books about terrorism in his possession so on and so forth the sheriff's office said that he appeared to be a highly disgruntled vta employee for many years for many many years which uh, explains why he targeted his colleagues. His ex-wife said that he had talked about killing people at work more than a decade ago, and authorities knew it. So you want to tell me, you want to, you honestly, seriously, you honestly want to try to make the case that I have to, that I have to give up my gun rights because you people can't get your S-word together in the government. Because you can't get it together when somebody actually outs somebody and says, hey, uh, this guy's kook, he's nut, he hates where he works, and he's talking about offing a bunch of people up there for 10 years. It took you 10 years, and you still didn't get it together. 10 years. And so now you want to come to me and say, so where in Texas you need to give your guns up? Because for 10 years we didn't follow through on this guy. And we got to pass a bunch of red flag laws so disgruntled, Husbands and wives can turn in their their spouses and have their guns confiscated. You can take a flying leap into nothingness. Man, that's not what I want to say. I want to say more than that. But we have a license. You know what I want to say. Uh, that is just absolute... Look, here, here here's here's what I'll say. And here here's what our answer needs to be. Every time Joe Biden says, well, we've had another mass shooting, so we need to take guns away. Here's what we need to say. The mass shootings are the exact reasons why we need to loosen gun laws. We need less gun laws. Because we need more law-abiding citizens to be able to carry A mass shooting means that law-abiding citizens need to carry, they need to be prepared, they need to be trained, they need to know what they're doing, and they need to be able to respond. I'll say it again. 
at that MTA over there the other day on Wednesday when this guy did this had just one employee been armed. Just one. Much less three or four. Just one. Maybe we wouldn't be talking about eight or nine dead. Maybe we'd be talking about one, the the, the, the shooter himself. Uh, this is where you and I need to push back, guys, because in their minds, in, in Biden's mind, whatever's left, in Biden's mind, you and I are the ones that have to give up our rights because this guy that they knew about 10 years ago that was likely to shoot up a workplace 10 years ago, they didn't do anything about him for 10 years, and now they're going to come to us and tell us to give up our gun rights. They can go right to you know where. They can go right to hell. Go right to hell. But it happens all the time. That, that, that is the point. These guys do this to us all the time, and they try to make a case to take our guns away. Warm and humid today, low clouds this morning at 88. The possibility of strong thunderstorms later tonight. 74 now, KTSA. Now on FM 1071. Chuck loves this bill like the devil loves sin. <laughs> and uh, what we should have done is gone to him and said, look, um, you're not going to get this bill unless we have a full, open amendment process. How we want the bump. Come on. Give up the funk. Yeah. You gotta have the funk. You know I'm gonna need some more bounce here in a minute because I'm gonna be riding this morning. Yeah. About nine o'clock, man. I'm going to make a lot of noise. So, Trey Bear here, KTSA. This is morning news. Right over there is Don. Right over there is Chris. And over here is Elaine. So I went and got the haircut the other day, right? So, and you immediately put your hat on. I did. <laughs> and you know, I don't wear a hat because I'm bald. Some people do, right. but because uh, I'm losing my hair. I have I have an abundance of hair. But uh, yeah, I, I've just gone to wearing caps because I enjoy it. I like it. I enjoy wearing them, man. Right. So anyway, and, and I've, I've been a hat wearer all my life. I was a hat wearer when I was two years old, and I've always worn hats and all that kind of stuff. But the corporate world, I took them off for a while and was just going with them. And now I don't care. I go to business meetings and everything with them on now. But I went and got my hair cut the other day, and, and um, so the guy who's cut my hair is a millennial, right? He's maybe 22, 23, right? Sure. And he says to me, you know, I'm, I'm loving this whole uh, move toward electric vehicles. I said, well, good for you. He said, I'm saving to get a Tesla. I said, well, you're going to be here a while. <laughs> it's a lot of haircuts. That's a lot. Yeah. But he said, do they have electric motorcycles? And, of course, they do. They have one. It's called the Livewire. Harley came up with it. I think they sold it, spun it off, and now somebody actually owns it. And it's called the Livewire. It is an electric motorcycle. But I can't imagine not having the rumble, the noise, the smell, every last thing. That, it, it's like putting cards in your spokes of your bicycle, you know? Well, that's, that's, <laughs> Come on. That's part of the appeal, though. That is the appeal. you want that. You have to have it. Right. Well, for, you know what? There's actually a safety purpose behind it. We, we have a saying, loud pipes save lives. Absolutely. It is true. Yeah. It's 100% true. Right. Because people in their, in their cars, and I'm, I'm a car driver too, so I'm talking to myself, don't pay attention. They're not paying any attention. And they pull out in front of a motorcycle, and that's what happens. Ninety. There's two ways motorcycle guys die. They get run over because they're sitting at a stop sign, mm-hmm. and the car could c- run at the stop sign or stoplight and runs over the motorcyclist, never sees them there, or pulls out in front of them. And a lot of times people in cars, they think, oh, well, you're on a motorcycle. You can, get, you can stop instantly. It takes longer to stop a motorcycle than it does a car. Right. I can give you two instances where I, you know, that, that helped. Like this, I told you this morning when I was on my way in, 
stoplight down the street from my house. Mm. I heard the guy coming before I saw him. Yeah. You know? And then there was a time, probably a few months ago, I was heading north on 35, and I hear this loud, unmistakable rumble of a Harley Davidson, and this Justin Trudeau look like, <laughs> with his long, flowing raven locks, That's right. pulled up beside me and uh, zipped on and by. And zipped on so, by. Yeah. At uh, 20 miles an hour on the highway, because uh, yeah, I know you never go over 20. Right. We'll just make that the official yeah. answer to all that. <laughs> I almost rode in this morning, but the problem was it, it, we're in gangland over here, yeah. so I didn't want to be the duck in the carnival floating by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Sure. Ping, ping, yeah. ping. Who needs that? Right. Uh, especially on a Friday going in a long weekend. I mean, sure. you know, I, I, I might reconsider that fun next week, but not not, not going in the long holiday weekend. I just found something out, though, I had to tell you about. Mm-hmm. It's National Hamburger Day, y'all. National Hamburger Day is today. Oh, well, there you go. So that is a reason to celebrate. Now, I know that doesn't mean anything to you. Well, they have, they have meatless hamburgers now. Sure. Do you eat them? I do. Are they good? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this hamburger yeah. tastes like kale. Right. That's amazing. Sometimes they're just not very good. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So... But, you know, there are some places around that have some very good meatless options. Do, do they really? Yeah. I mean, is it? can you tell a difference between the meatless options? Like they, they have that one that's impossible meat or something yeah, like that? Okay. It's, 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 it's tough to tell sometimes. Is it? Yeah. Okay. The difference is, you know, when you look at it, and even when you taste it, yeah. it's difficult to tell. But the, the distinguishing characteristic is the meatless one is not dripping in grease. Yeah, right. So, you know, and there's, you know, there's the one difference. Uh, you don't have it running down your face. Yeah, you, you take a bite. down your arm, well, you know. So. And I have been, of course, I, I'm a forever Frontier and Jim's fan. Forever, because I've known Jimmy Haslocker all of my life, and I've been eating Frontier hamburgers all of my life, and that's my go-to, right? I'm going to go to Jim's, 1604 Nacogdoches, and I'm going to pound one, right? right? Number two, bring everything with it, and uh, that's my go-to. Um, but I've been looking for something that's like a, a good drive-through. Because I got to tell you, man, I'm going to be honest here. Uh, always am. Whataburger has just gone, as far as I'm concerned, downhill. I try them once, uh, a quarter, right? Because I want to give them another. And this is this may not be everybody, and this may not be all of them, but the one where I go, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like. You guys shouldn't have sold to Chicago. What is up? You know, you sell off like that, and oh. I've noticed a difference since then. I really have. There's the the place in New Braunfels that just opened up, P. Terry's. Is that good? Yeah, we went there. I wouldn't know, but my wife. We went there. <laughs> what 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 do you hear about right. it? I like the fries. The fries were delicious. Okay, good. And my wife had a burger, and she said it was very good. So, really, yeah. I'll have to try that. Yeah. Where in New Braunfels is that? It's uh, it's right off of 35. Okay. At uh, 46, okay. I believe. So. I've been there. Yeah. I'll be back there. Well, you know, up on River Road today, they're going to have the float house open, so maybe the float house is a place to hit, too. You know, there's all kinds of great burger joints. I'm, I'm going to go to Jim's. I know where right. I'm going to have yeah. my, my National Hamburger Day hamburger. But uh, I just, I, I've been, I just have to say it, and I, I don't say this with any pride, or I'm not trying to slam anybody or step on anybody's toes. I don't say this without any maliciousness. Whataburger's just not the same, man. Ever since they did sell to Chicago, I've noticed a difference at my Whataburger, and I give it a shot once a quarter just to see if they finally got it together, and they still don't. So I'm, I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. I'm not that big of a fan of, of In-N-Out either. It does, that, that, that doesn't get me going either. No. 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 So, eh. Well, try this one. I will. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am it's a doing great, a f- great little drive through. You know, you 
real quick. Yeah, real fast. Move through real fast. Yeah. Keep going. Well, Frontier's like that over here on right. uh, on yeah. the Loop. You know, you can just ride in and, and ride out. Yeah. Uh, but if you want a little longer stay, you can grab yourself the the Jim's uh, Frontier Burger mm-hmm. Number Two, man, and you're yeah. in heaven. You'll be in good shape. All right. So um, something I've been talking about for quite some time now, <clears throat> and that is our energy, right? And I've been watching California for at least 20 years and watching what they've been doing out there. And not to, you know, go over uh, already tread uh, grass before, but I do want to set this up a little bit, okay? In California, the Sierra Club and the other environmentalists came along quite some time ago and they started to yell and scream about the wood and to a point where they prevailed on their assembly out there, to, which is their legislature, to not allow wood when it falls off of a tree in the forest to be picked up. So you got all this piling up wood and grass and everything in California. Also, the radical environmentalists prevailed on the assembly to start diverting funds, to go to PG&E and start diverting funds away from traditional energy sources to the new renewables. Stuff like wind and solar and what have you. So, while they have been doing that, they have not been able to keep up with the maintenance on the the, the traditional sources. Because they've been pouring so much money into the green new stuff, right? So, when they hit the power and when they are, are using so much power... They have to do rolling brownouts, and they've been doing this for years in California. Rolling brownouts everywhere in California because they don't have enough power. And then occasionally they get a power line or a transformer because it's old and not maintained. It'll blow up, and sparks will go everywhere and land on the the trees and the grass underneath and set it all on fire. And the Santa Ana winds come along, and the next thing you know, you got a conflagration out there that they can't get it under control. And all the celebrities' houses and multi-million dollar mansions are going to burn. Californians are just stupid that way. Well, we are importing California stupid to Texas. Because here in Texas, they've been doing the same thing. And I've been saying they ought to fire all of them. Start with Paula Gold Williams and CPS because she bought off on this and go on up the line through ERCOT and everybody else and fire every last one of them. Because they have done the exact same thing here and we suffered in February and people died in February. Because why? Well, we got to get a uh, woke and green new energy. That's why. So let's get these windmills that, by the way, take oil to be lubricated. It's uh, you know two metal pieces rubbing against each other really, really fast. That's got to be lubricated. So they spray oil on it. It's not vegetable oil either. But they froze up in in February, and the the solar panels had had snow on top of them. So you didn't have a chance to have any uh, electricity in February because that's where they're focusing all of the energy sources. And they don't have the battery capacity yet. Yet, and I'm not listen, I'm not opposed to wind and solar. But you have to take care of what you have now before you can go in that direction and they didn't do that. And I've been saying here in Texas for a long time now, get ready because in the summer we're going to start having rolling brownouts and blackouts in the summer. They have been kind of tepidly um, uh, preparing Texas for that because every summer, what do they say? 
You need to uh, save, con- uh, conserve the energy, raise the temperature in your house, close the drapes in your house, conserve the energy in your house. Don't use so much energy to cool your home. They've been saying that now for the past several summers. And I've been saying, look out. Well, when this thing hit in February and all the power was turned off, I said, this summer, July, August, they're going to start messing with you because now they can. And they're going to start turning your power off. And then I started to reconsider, and I started to think, well, maybe they won't do it this summer because it's too close to February and too many people will be able to catch on. But you know what? They're pretty brash. So they're going to try it anyway, guys. Here's the story from KBB this morning. Texas braces for summer heat as energy leaders say it could overwhelm the power grid. Energy leaders are warning this coming summer the heat could overwhelm the state power grid, causing even more outages. This is one case where I wish I wasn't right most of the time. The warning comes just three months after the deadly winter storm that left many without power and water. We reached out to ERCOT and CPS Energy for answers, says KABB. They didn't get any answers. In fact, all they got was a statement back. And the statement says this. ERCOT now, now, as in, huh, we just now figured this out. Now, this... South Texas country boy figured this out a long time ago and could see it coming because we want to be stupid like California. ERCOT now sees the potential for tight conditions during low wind conditions. Now, why would it, why would it be tight during low wind? Because it takes a lot of wind to turn those gigantic windmills. Not a little bit of wind, not a breeze. It takes a lot of wind. So we now see the potential for tight conditions during low wind conditions or during the early evening hours. Why? Because solar resources come offline. When the sun goes down, the solar panel ain't making no power. As the capacity of battery storage increases in ERCOT, these resources are expected to help mitigate some of the risk. So CPS says the analysis is at the state level. It's all there. It's on them, man. We have no responsibility, says CPS. My foot. Polygo Williams and, and, and the higher-ups, this is not on you people who work at CPS. I'm talking about the higher-ups. They dropped the ball on this because they all went all green on you. And they don't care because they're wealthy and they have generators. They're rich, and they have generators, those really nice, expensive generators. So you can just kiss it if your power goes off. They're, they're going to be just fine. CPS says the analysis at the state level, while Texas grid peaks between 5 and 7 p.m. during the summer, they're going to only ask you to conserve energy if the conditions get tight. Now, let me change if to when, when the conditions get tight. So they're saying, set your thermostat 2 to 3 degrees higher, close all your drapes, and avoid using the oven and or washing machines. In other words, quit living. Stop living this summer because you're not going to have power. Any of us who have half a brain could put two brain cells together and see this is coming. And I thought maybe they'd hold off one summer because of the debacle of February. No, it's coming. It's going to happen this summer. Back in a minute, Treyware KTSA, Apple Pest Control. My friend Stan Goodson's got a great operation over there. If you have Apple Pest Control treating your home, you can forget about pests. You really can. You'll never have to think about them. You'll never have to worry about them. They're never going to be an issue at your house. Your house is going to be completely pest-free when Apple Pest Control treats for you. No contracts to sign. 
And I like that for any number of reasons. I don't like to sign long-term contracts with anybody, nobody. But I also think that that forces whichever company you're doing business with to do a great job every time they come to your house because they have to earn your business every time. It's not like they can do a crappy job this time and next time they get to come back because you signed a contract. That's not how it works. With Apple Pest Control, it's a great job every time you call them to treat for pests around your home. Whether it's crazy gnats flying around your head or scorpions biting at your feet, Apple Pest Control does it all. 210-695-8946. The AccuWeather forecast, warm and humid today. Low clouds this morning, giving way to some sun this afternoon at 88. A couple of strong thunderstorms around tonight. Any of these thunderstorms can produce large hail, damaging winds, and flooding downpours. Tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sun with a shower, a thunderstorm in a few spots, and a high of 83. On Sunday, mostly cloudy. Stay connected. Funky Friday. We got the funk. We bring in a funk every Friday for you at 210-599-5555. That also means Open Mind Friday. So we can go in any direction you want to on the news, the conversation, whatever feels good. Sylvester, hit me. Go ahead. Good morning. Yeah, go. Uh, good morning, Trey. Yeah, you know, this green energy stuff, yep. you know, it's, 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 I don't know if you understand this phrase, but it's kind of moving forward in reverse. You know, I see these 18-wheelers on the highway with these big old blades blocking traffic. You know, you got to pull over. They're pulled over. What are they running on? They're running on diesel fuel, right? Right. They're moving those things on diesel fuel, right? Right. Are they going to install high-capacity batteries on 18-wheelers? <laughs> what happens when it's a cloudy day? What happens when it's raining? It's just retarded. I mean, it's, 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 it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it is stupid. You know? I mean, if you want a windmill, put a windmill in your yard. I don't care. Put a panel in your yard. That's exactly right. Don't be messing with my energy sources, you know? All right. I mean, it's bad enough the gas is already going up. And now I have to travel to get to my job, you know? So Texas needs to wake up and get rid of this green energy stuff. I mean, start drilling again, you know? Absolutely. I I completely, totally, totally agree with you, Sylvester. Thank you, and have a great Memorial weekend, man. Yeah, I totally agree, and that's the issue. Let me just say this. The gas prices are not going up by accident, guys, okay? This is by design. They have to make it miserable for you to have a gas-powered vehicle because next year, maybe maybe the year after, they're going to hit with all these incentives on electric vehicles, and they're going to try to make it more appealing to you and it's not going to be appealing to you if you're paying a buck 59 which you were on january 19th no they want you to be paying six seven eight to ten dollars a gallon i'm not kidding you about that i'm not making that up they want you to be somewhere in the six to ten dollars a gallon range so that when they hit with their incentives for electric vehicles you're going to say oh my god yes please They play with people's minds. I watched them do this with toll roads. I watched them mess with the lights on 281 on purpose to create traffic on 281 because they were trying to get you in an uncomfortable place to where you were screaming for toll roads, and it worked. It worked. And because a few of us stood up and said, no, never. We, we got rid of toll roads, but they were messing with the lights on 281 to stop you every 10 feet so that you would be screaming, yes, I'll pay whatever toll you want me to pay. How much do you want me to pay? They mess with your mind that way, and that's why gas prices are going up. And they're not done. 6 to $10 a gallon is where they're headed. Rick, go ahead, man. Good morning. Hey, Trey. Uh, I totally agree with the uh, idea that these executives aren't, 
suffering the same way because they have generators during these rolling blackouts. So a couple of things I think would be great. First, if they gave everyone a rebate during the rolling blackout, so then we can all go buy generators. But in the meantime, every time there's a rolling blackout, these board members should have all their electricity turned off, and they can suffer in their own homes, make them put on house arrest, and they can have at it uh, during the whole three or four or five hours that the rest of Texas gets out of power. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Um, it, it won't happen, though, Rick, um, because it's all bureaucrats, right? And they're all in it together. All the bureaucrats are in it together. Really what needs to happen is every one of them need to be fired, and we need to bring in people who are actually concerned about whether or not we have power. Because these people aren't concerned about whether you have power. They could care less, <laughs> you know? Thanks for the call, Rick. They could care less whether you have power. What they care about is the Green New Deal, their agenda, how much money everybody that they know can make by investing in Green New Deals and Green New Cars and Green New Trucks and all that. Look, follow the money. These guys and their friends and family and the people that they know are making money off of this green energy crapola while you're going to sit in a hot house this summer. It's going to happen. They're going to turn the power off for certain amounts of time in certain places. By the way, they may not do a blanket, shut it down everywhere. It may be over here for a while and over there for a while and over here for a while, just so that they can pass the misery around so that everybody starts to get ready for this. And then eventually, you know what happens? Of course you do, because you just went through a year of being conditioned to put a piece of cloth on your face that does absolutely no good in protecting you. We had the study out yesterday that said, no, it didn't do any good. But now what are people doing? They are being told they can take it off and they're they're asking to leave it on. Oh, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep keep I'm gonna I'm gonna mask up. Well, so what's gonna happen the first couple of years they do these brownouts in the summer, people are gonna yell and scream the first year. Oh my god, you're turning my power off. I wasn't listening to where. Pay attention. <laughs> but then when the next time it happens, oh well, I bought me a couple of fans. I just, you know, I figured out a way to deal with it. Oh, well, I I got some ice, and I'm just going to put some ice here on my head and back of my neck, and power come on eventually, because that's what we do. We're conditioned. We're conditioned creatures, and we have to knock that off. We have to stop that and start pushing back against all of this. 210-599-5555. I want you to know about Orsati Dental. Now that some are starting to take the mask off, now that some are starting to show their pretty face again, I want to be able to see your smile. But if it's been been behind a mask for a year, maybe it needs a little bit of work. And that's where Orsati Dental is ready to help you out. Orsati Dental specializes in Invisalign where they can straighten your teeth where nobody is going to know. Because with Invisalign, you don't have to wear the wire braces or anything like that. These are clear, clear. So you put these on, and it does a great job at straightening your teeth. They can also whiten your teeth, right? So now that you're ripping the mask off, your smile is going to be absolutely gorgeous. If you need to fill some blank spaces, of course, they can do implants for you at Orsati Dental. Whatever it takes to help you have the best smile you've ever had, that's what Orsati Dental does at 210-479-8989. They're ready to take care of you today. Wendy, hold your line. I'll come back and talk with you right after Don Moore. DSA and FM 1071. We have a counter offer on the table where the number came up significantly from the prior offer where there was an increase in proposed funding in roads, rails, and bridges. There are some areas uh, that we uh, would like to see more funding in that we think are essential to the American workforce. Give it to me. 
I said, give it to me. That boy was wicked. Man, he was a funk whiz erd. Between this and Super Freak, this boy, Rick James, he rolled it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and he did a lot of funk records. Funky Friday is what we do around here. And he did a lot of funk records that people don't even know. It's kind of like Prince did, did Nothing Compares to You and all these other, you know, The Bird and all this stuff. And people don't even know it was Prince, right? Right. Right. And Rick James was like that, too. He was always doing funk behind the scenes and yeah. like, whoa, hey, that's cool. He was. He did that Eddie Murphy record. He did do that. Party Eddie. all the time. Party all the time. It was Rick James, man. Rick yeah. James he did a lot man. of stuff that nobody, you know. Yeah. He he was a. Now people are going to get upset with me, but I think he was one of the original bass slappers. He really was, man. Yeah. He would pow pull off a ba- pull off that E string like yeah. it was going to fall apart. Fine musician. Good stuff. So hey, uh, Burger Boy too. You know my go to is Frontier and Gems on mm. National Hamburger Day. Right. But I remember back in the day, and you won't remember this because um, this happened a long time ago, but there was a place here called Whopper Burger. Whopper Burger? It was great. It was owned by local folk, man. And uh, just, you talk, you, you were talking a minute ago about grease coming down your face and everything. Yes, that's what a Whopper Burger <laughs> did, man. Double meat, double cheese, bring it on. And the fries were delicious. Well, along comes uh, Burger King, and Burger King says, you know, they weren't even in the market yet. Right. And they come in the market, and they go, oh, no, it's Whopper. You gotta, you have to get rid of your name. You can't call it Whopper anymore. What? What are you talking about? So, same family, uh, and they recently sold it, but they had Burger Boy, and they're now expanding. So they right. just got one at 281 and, and Bitters. Saw that yesterday. And I hear it's great. Yeah. I don't know. I, it was a long line when I drove by. That's yesterday. what I hear. Yeah. You can't get in the joint. But uh, the Whopper Burger was a fantastic burger. It was just great, man. Greasy, 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 greasy. Right. And so it was really, really good. And, and I don't know. I'm going to go over and try that Burger Boy. I have to. Right. Well, that, I'm not today. Today's National Hamburger Oh, no, yeah. Today, today's the Gym's Frontier. You go to gyms. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. On, uh, I, I salute them, man. They are the, my original hometown, right in my heart. My mama used to say to me, <laughs> she loved their chili burger. Put the chili on it, you know? So she'd say to me, hey, Trey, you want a hamburger, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, mama, want to. All right, yeah. so so here's a ten. That's when you could buy two hamburgers for ten bucks. Here's a ten. Go get us a couple. Right. <laughs> I say, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Sure. I'm on my way. Happy I'm, to. All of a sudden, I'm very hungry. That's Mom. right. Yeah, exactly. No uh, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner, you're a wuss. Bruce Caitlyn Jenner, you're a wuss. You always have been, and you always will be. You're a wuss, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner, sir. Oh, what happened? What now? Well, now he's backing down because uh, I guess the whole transgender woke crowd got to him. You know, originally a month ago he said that it's unfair for boys to play in girls' sports. It's unfair. Can't do that mm-hmm. because boys have testosterone and they're bigger, faster, and stronger. On the whole, doesn't mean they're better. Don't anybody say, "Were well, you saying guys are better?" No, I didn't say that. I said they're bigger, faster, stronger. On the whole. Mm-hmm. Well, he was saying the same thing. He said the same thing, and he said it's unfair. So in California, if I'm governor, we're going to stop all this. Well, now the woke crowd gets to him, and now the thing is, he says, well, it actually depends on how early, you know, how early the boy starts to become the girl. That's oh, the difference maker. Caveats now. Right. So if the boy starts to become the girl like at two to three years old then, uh, yeah, sure, it'd be okay if he plays in the girls' sports. First of all, 
if you are changing your boy into a girl at two and three years old, you're a sicko. You're sick. And you need to go see a psychiatrist, okay? That's the first thing. But second of all, Bruce Caitlin Jenner wraps it up by saying, it's a non-issue out there. I would be surprised if there's like 30 trans athletes in the entire state of California. So let me just make sure I understand what you're doing here. You're willing to blow up girls-only athletics for 30 people in your state? You are? You're willing to screw up the chance that girls have at performing in athletics, at scholarships in athletics. You're willing to do that. You're willing to screw up a possible future for these girls for 30 folks in the entire state of California. That's why I say, Bruce Caitlin Jenner, you are a wuss. Take a position and stand firm in your position. Lou, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, Lou. Hey, happy Friday, you guys. Hope your weekend is copacetic. You too. Uh, my question my question is, is Bruce uh, Caitlin Jenner have the cojones to take a stand <laughs> on anything? Not anymore. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, estrogen does strange things. So, uh, no. Um, and But, see, that's the real problem here, isn't it, Lou? Because we're talking about a very small segment of society tiny, minuscule segment of society, and they're controlling all of our politics and they're controlling all of the industries now in the country. It's pathetic. You know, and and thanks for the call, Lou. These little girls, since the time they could do anything, they dreamed of, of playing athletics, they dreamed of possibly getting a scholarship one day, and along comes, as as Bruce Caitlin Jenner said, rightly, it's a very small number of folks, and along comes a small number of folks, and they're going to screw up the chance that these girls have at scholarships and being able to compete and all that because they want to allow boys who can't compete with other boys. That's why they're doing this. You know that, right? If boys could compete with boys, if these guys could compete with boys, they would stay there and compete with boys, but because they can't, because they're not very good at what they do. And, and, and when you find out, when you have the realization that you're not very good at what you do, go do something else. Don't screw up everybody else's life. Go find something else to do. Something that you can be good at. Something that you can excel at. Go do that. Don't screw up everybody's life. Move on, man. Accept the fact that you really suck as a baseball as a male baseball player or volleyball player or whatever, whatever it is. Wrestler. Don't say, oh, well, I'm just going to go over and be a girl now. No. No. You're not going to compete over there. Forget about it. And that's the way it should be. And and, and Bruce Caitlin Jenner, whenever you stake out a position, you need to live by that position. And quit backing down. I'm so, so, so sick of all the apologies out there. Done with it. Had it up to here. Taking your calls this morning, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It is National Hamburger Day, so I can't wait till 9 o'clock. i got to roll at 9 o'clock. I'm going to find me one, 9 o'clock this morning. South Texas Guns, that's where you're going to find the greatest in guns and the greatest in people to sell and service your guns. Three outstanding gunsmith on staff. And by the way, they have ammo. They have ammo both in stock, but they'll also special order ammo for you if there's something that you're looking for that's not on the shelf at South Texas Guns. They're at 281 in Brook Hollow near HEB, southtexasguns.com. That's southtexasguns.com. 
It's veteran-owned, family-owned, and they're the only gun shop in town that offers discounts to veterans and law enforcement. They are great at what they do. If you're a first-time buyer, they're going to treat you great. And they have, by the way, a huge inventory of ARs. They have handguns all over the place from all the top uh, name brands. Coming up on June 5th, I want you to mark down on your calendar to be there with me because they've got their one-year anniversary party with raffles every hour, free food, huge selection of firearms, AR-15 giveaways that they're going to be doing. South Texas Guns, 281 in Brook Hollow near HEB. South Te- and justice for all. Rock on. Yeah. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Chuck loves this bill like the devil loves sin. <laughs> like the devil loves sin. That's right. Gotta love you some John Kennedy. You really do. All right. Funky Friday. Land the funk on thick. 210-599-5555. Hey, give us a call and say the Pledge of Allegiance, okay? And don't worry, because we record it, and we put you in a rotation. And so you'll come up, and we do it at 550 and 650, Monday through Friday. And so we'd love for you to call us right now and say it. 210-599-5555. Also, if you want to record it on your phone and email it to me, we take it that way, too. Trey at KTSA.com. So pretty interesting phenomena is going on in the sports world. Most of us you know, rarely follow sports anymore. But this this transcends sports, and I would imagine we'll be talking about this on Wear and Rhyme later this morning, where now you've got this phenomenon where the fans are being idiots and doing stupid stuff. The other night in a, a basketball game, they had a fan throw popcorn over uh, on one of the players as he was leaving the court. You got stuff like this is going on. You know, for years they've thrown beer cans, stuff like that. Not necessarily in a basketball game, but sporting arenas. And I remember when um, the the Cowboys, when I was a huge Cowboy fan, they would go play in Veterans Stadium. And it, it, once they got down into the uh, end zone, the players, the Cowboys would be pelted with snowballs and beer cans and all kinds of other items that they would take to the point where the municipal courts in Philadelphia started to set up a, a court in the stadium to process and convict, arrest and process and convict right there at the stadium. So this is not like a new phenomenon. It's just getting worse as time goes on. I was reading a commentary from a sports guy this morning said, well, look, it's the players that started this because the players are oftentimes wanny baby fool jerks and act that way and throw these temper tantrums and all that. And it's now drawing in the fans who are acting the same way as the as they see the players. They're, all they're doing is just you know mirroring back what they see the players do. And now the fans are actually getting into it because what are we doing? We, we are living in a participation culture. No more do people actually go to sports to watch and to be spectators. They're going as a willing participant in whatever is going on. So when they see the players throw fits, well, then they're going to throw fits too. And that's what's going on, basically. Charles Barkley, as he always does, he has the answer. Charles Barkley said, Y'all guys want to get mad when I say the NBA rule needs to change. I think you should go up in the stands and beat the hell out of one person per game. (laughs) You you should be able to go in the stands and beat the hell out of one person per game. Is that the answer? 210-599-5555. Now, the conversation went on, and and his his co-host on the show said, no, we don't want players going up in the stands. What are you talking about? That would be awful and all that. 
Barkley said, well, you don't think that that guy deserved to get his uh, beat right there at center court? So, okay, fine. We don't want the players going up in the stands. Here's what we want to do. Here's the new rule from the NBA. The NBA, according to Charles Barkley, when somebody throws popcorn or something else onto the court or at a player or something like that, if they do something really rude, he said, you say, come down here to center court and we're going to settle it right here like men. <laughs> uh, well, what's wrong with that? I don't know too many guys who would want to go, you know, throw throw hands with say LeBron James. Uh Shaq. Yeah, baby. Have you seen how big Shaq? Have you ever seen Shaq in person? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. But the average Joe up in the stands yeah, no. at a game throwing some popcorn nope. at LeBron James. Nah. Then you have to go down in center court and so, throw hands with LeBron. It's a LeBron. really bad That's idea. It's not going to end well. First for you. of all, it's going to be like a dude who is 50 fighting a kid who is 6, okay? <laughs> That's the first thing, because the size difference. <laughs> yeah, it's outrageous. But you'll never even be able to get close, because somebody like LeBron has a 12-foot arm. <laughs> so he, all he's got to do is hold you on the forehead. You're right. sitting there like a little kid trying to punch him, and you're six feet away. You right. can't get within six feet of him, because he can just hold you away like that. You know, he's holding your head back with one hand and yes. eating, a, eating a snack with the other. Yes! Well, yeah. That's uh, eating a hamburger on National right. Hamburger Day. <laughs> but... Uh, Barkley's on to something, you know. These guys are getting it, and it's starting. Here's here's when you know it's bad. Here's when you know it's bad. It's starting to happen in golf. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. It's happening in golf, like in the, the 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 match they had last week. Mm-hmm. They had a game last week, a golf game last week, and yeah, I mean, people were screaming in a golf. And you know, you're supposed to be polite. Yeah, with golf like clap. We, yes, right. and and whisper and all this, and they're not doing that anymore. No. They're losing their s word at the golf tournament. Do you think that perhaps since they've been you know kept inside their house for the past well, year, might they, be. they forgot how to behave in public? Yeah, Maybe. well, that's right. You know, it's, it's a good idea. I'm that's, thinking that's what's going the on. The savages because, have been turned loose because every day <laughs> I'm seeing fights in the stands at baseball games. It is true. It's ridiculous. Maybe that's know? right. But I think it's just you know been locked away for the last year. That's a great and point. And now you've been let out. Yeah, You're like a kid in recess. No, you, see, don't, you know, you're fighting over the swing set. We probably. We need to we need to have a reeducation ca- campaign, don't we, to yeah, to reeducate people I think so. how you're supposed to behave in public, you bunch of children. I'm gonna I'll I'm gonna yank you up by the nape of your neck and whip your butt. What do you think? Sure, why not? All right, we'll talk about that and other stuff. <laughs>